Happy Saturday, good people of Anchor and all the branches of podcasting networks that extend beyond. We are going to talk about WrestleMania 34. Today is the episode which reviews the whole thing, and it was epic, epic, epic beyond belief. What a beautiful WrestleMania. I'm going to hold memories of that WrestleMania for quite some time, and I'm going to get a chance to relive those memories over and over and over again on the WWE Network because I am a WWE Network subscriber And that is a WrestleMania that is going to stay with me for many, many years. So many cool things happen. And we have so much to talk about. Let's get started right here, right now on the Pete McHugh Show. Join me, won't you? What a WrestleMania we had this year. And what a way to kick off WrestleMania. With both the men's WrestleMania Battle Royal and the women's WrestleMania Battle Royal. In which we saw Bray Wyatt help out, specifically in the men's Battle Royal, we saw Bray Wyatt help out Woken Matt Hardy to win the men's WrestleMania Battle Royal. Does this mean that Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy are partners now? Does this mean they're buddies? Since Bray Wyatt was deleted by Matt Hardy in their encounter at the Hardy Estate, does this mean they're friends now? Maybe. I'm not sure. We shall see. And then, I got a complete surprise. There are so many things about WrestleMania this year that I did not see coming. We thought, as many of us predicted, that it was going to be down to Sasha and Bailey in the women's battle royal. But then, because Naomi wasn't officially eliminated at any point, she snuck up on both Bailey and Sasha and won the whole dang thing. That means that Naomi is the inaugural winner. Of the Women's WrestleMania Battle Royal. And I got to say. I did not see that coming. I am not disappointed. This whole card. This whole card. Of WrestleMania 34. Was full. Full. Of surprises. And it was a great card this year. So much to talk about. What a beautiful WrestleMania. Let's start by talking about the set. Every year, because WrestleMania is on the grandest stage of them all, because it's the Super Bowl of the WWE, they are committed. Committed as a company to make this the most visually stunning Glamorous, epic WrestleMania of all time. Meaning they top it every single year. Because it is the WWE Super Bowl, because they want to look amazing every single year, of course they're going to look good. Of course, WrestleMania is going to be full of pageantry. The pageantry grows Every single year. And this set. 
this staging was truly no different. I think I'd be I think I'd be mesmerized. Absolutely mesmerized. And possibly to some degree visually overwhelmed if someday I do indeed have the chance to go to WrestleMania. And someday that is a hope of mine. I have a dream to attend a WrestleMania in person. Because for a wrestling fan, there's nothing like mania. And this 34th edition did not disappoint. Did not disappoint. Now let's talk about the Cruiserweight Championship match really quick. It was also on the pre-show. And Cedric Alexander, I gotta say congratulations to you. You are now the Cruiserweight Champion after winning the tournament to crown a new champion at WrestleMania. And folks, I gotta say, it's about freaking time. Cedric Alexander is a great performer. He's a great representative for the Cruiserweight division. And I think he's gonna be a good workhorse for that division. He is extremely talented as a performer, as a wrestler, and Cedric Alexander, it just looks good, meaning the Cruiserweight Championship. The Cruiserweight Championship just looks good on Cedric. Cedric, this is long overdue. You deserved this a long time ago, and I'm glad that you were crowned at Mania 34, bro. I look forward to many exciting matches, I look forward to many exciting surprises. I look forward to many exciting adventures with Cedric as the Cruiserweight Champion. It's about time. About time. We've got to get to the main card now. Let's talk about Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor versus The Miz for the Cruiserweight... No, no, dang it. I have Cruiserweight Championship on the mind. For the Intercontinental Championship. What a three-way this was. I love how they're pushing Miz now as a proud father. I think he's still going to be a heel, obviously. But... It's nice to see that uh, Corey Graves, the Raw announcer, as the heel announcer, is pushing Miz from a different angle. Because when you are a heel announcer, when you are a heel commentator, sometimes when you're pushing the heel, you can overemphasize what you're trying to promote. And I really think that, in my personal opinion, I was getting tired of hearing Corey Graves just brag and brag and brag about the Miz. Now, he was doing his job well because of the heel commentator. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to push the heel. You're supposed to brag about the heel. So he's doing his job. Don't get me wrong. And he did it well. But it's nice to hear Corey Graves talk about the Miz from an entirely different angle. 
I did not. I did not see Seth Rollins winning the championship. So we have a new Intercontinental Champion in Seth Rollins. Got that one completely wrong. It was a beautiful way to open up the show. An athletic contest and a wrestling clinic. Seth, I think, man, that that's the one title that's eluded you because you've been heavyweight champion. You've been... U.S. champion. You've been tag team champions with various members of the Shield. Mainly your buddy Dean. Have you ever been Universal champion? I don't know, but it was nice to see you get the Intercontinental Championship. So amazing, brother. Amazing match. Congratulations on being the new Intercontinental Champ. That was a triple threat match done well, done right. It was technically executed and a great, great match. Ladies and gentlemen, now we must move on to the Intercontinental Championship triple threat to open up WrestleMania. We had The Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. It was a great match. The way I thought this would go is because of the fact that it was Finn Balor's first WrestleMania. I thought he would have a WrestleMania moment in winning the Intercontinental Championship, but instead we saw Seth Rollins get the victory. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a beautiful thing. It's wonderful to see Seth Rollins win the Intercontinental Championship. I also thought that because it was WrestleMania, that we might see Finn Balor in his demon paint. It would have been an amazing WrestleMania entrance, but we didn't see that. We saw Finn Balor representing the Balor Club in a brand new way. And I think it's cool that the angle that the WWE is putting on the Balor Club is to uh, promote acceptance of the LGBTQ community. And it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what you do, what you've been through. Everybody is a member of the Balor Club. I think that's a great thing. A great thing. Seth Rollins is the new Intercontinental Champion. I also think it's pretty awesome that they're pushing Miz in this new way. They're making him out to be a proud father, which I know he is. And it's nice to see Corey Graves, even though he is the heel broadcaster, push Miz in a new way because sometimes when Corey Graves over pushes even though that's his job as the heel announcer it can be somewhat annoying 
to listen to Corey Graves talk about that kind of thing. But I thought it was a great Intercontinental Championship match. Congratulations, Seth friggin' Rollins. You got yourself a heck of a WrestleMania 34 victory. Way to go. Way to go on the big stage. Very nicely done. This next match, ladies and gentlemen, was indeed a burn burner. And I have to agree with Stone Cold Steve Austin because earlier this week when he reviewed WrestleMania with Court Bauer, he said that this was one of the best matches of the night. This, in my opinion, even though Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles put on a match later in the evening, this was better than that match. The wrestling clinic that Charlotte Flair and Asuka put on Sunday Night at WrestleMania 34 will go down in the history books just the same as Savage, Savage and Steamboat, Flair and Steamboat, WrestleMania 12's encounter between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13's encounter between Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin. This match right here, because of those two women, will go down in the history books of not just the women's division, but in the annals of wrestling, period. That's how good the match was. There is no shame in Asuka helping build the mystique, the legend of Charlotte Flair even more when she tapped out against the Nature Boy's daughter Sunday night. That match is one for the history books and one of the best technical matches of the night. In fact, my opinion, I think that tops Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ. Now, Shinsuke and AJ did put on a good match. Don't get me wrong. It was a good match. But I think that Charlotte and Asuka outshined AJ and Nakamura. I really do. What a match that was. One that I will definitely remember one that I will definitely hold on to, one that I'll go back and watch, because that match was, de- was indeed a high point of WrestleMania. Congratulations. Woo! Charlotte Flair. Woo, 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 woo! You earned it, baby. You earned it. Nicely done. Nicely done. All right, folks, the next match we got to talk about is the Fatal 4-Way Championship match for the U.S. Heavyweight Championship between Rusev, Randy Orton, Jinder Mahal, and Bobby Roode. 
Honestly, here's my thought. I thought that Rusev was going to go over because Rusev Day is so over. But I guess the final decision was to make Jinder Mahal the U.S. champion. Now, because of the fact that Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton have had such a Incredible rivalry over the past few months. It kind of makes sense. I mean, it's not totally and completely surprising. I just thought, with as on fire as Rusev Day is, that we might see Rusev crowned the new United States champion. That's what I was thinking. But, maybe this builds on the Randy Orton-Gender Mahal rivalry even more. You never know. We shall wait and see. Gender Mahal is the new United States Heavyweight Champion. Now we must talk about the debut of Ronda Rousey, the UFC icon. The WWE debut of Ronda Rousey was nothing short of spectacular. You could tell it was a very planned out match. You could tell it was a very scripted match. Nonetheless, it performed well. It went off without a hitch. And folks, it's not too often that you hear this. But I will say that during that match, and I don't know if they'll notice it in future events or future viewings of WrestleMania 34 themselves, if anybody in the company watches events at the end of the year or whatever. But the thing I want to mention is that I heard Triple H make a call in the ring At WrestleMania 34. This dude is a consummate pro. This dude is a man who... Knows what he's doing. He's been in the ring for years. What do I mean by this? Well... We know that wrestling matches are planned out. To some degree. We know they're scripted. And the reason this one was so planned out... And so dissected, I'm sure, is because it was Ronda Rousey's in-ring debut and they wanted her to look good, so they wanted to go buy a script. So Ronda knew when she was her, uh, when it was her turn to get her shots in, when it was her turn to look good. What do I mean by, I heard Triple H make a call? Well, it's like this. He looked at Kurt, sent him into the ropes, and he went, Spine buster! <laughs> And if you could hear Triple H make a call. Because that's what he did next. Spinebuster. Then you know that that was a faux pas for the year that Triple H is probably going to regret. Because it's not too often you hear Triple H making calls in the ring like that. Let's get back to Ronda Rousey now. Because that's basically what we want to talk about, right? That's what everybody's wondering about. 
because it was heavily scripted, because it was, you know, plotted out, planned out, Rhonda was protected. However, however, she looked amazing. She looked amazing. I think a lot of folks in the wrestling business were wondering, is she going to make it in the WWE? I think she is because she's committed as an athlete to be the best performer no matter what she's doing. No matter where she is, whether it's the Octagon or a 20 by 20 WWE ring, I think that uh, Ronda Rousey's committed to kicking ass and taking names anywhere she wishes. And it was an amazing debut for the incredible Ronda Rousey. Congratulations, Ronda. Congratulations, Kurt. You got an amazing victory over Triple H and Stephanie this Sunday. What a match this was. This will definitely go down as a great WrestleMania match and a great WrestleMania moment for sure. Ronda Rousey, welcome to the WWE. Now we got to talk about the WWE Tag Team Championship on the SmackDown side. This went the way I thought it was going to go. The Bludgeon Brothers made quick work of everybody. We have new Tag Team Champions on the SmackDown side. Congratulations, Bludgeon Brothers. The era of the Bludgeon Brothers has indeed begun, just like I predicted with Ann Capone on his show. At least I think he posted that segment. Just like I predicted with Ann Capone on that show the Friday before. We have SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Anew in the Bludgeon Brothers. What a quick match that was. Although I have to say, the entrance that the uh, New Day made with the pancakes... It's fantastic. Fantastic. Congratulations, Bludgeon Brothers. Say that three times fast. Bludgeon Brothers, Bludgeon Brothers, Bludgeon Brothers. See, I can't do it. Bludgeon Brothers win the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Congratulations, guys. Now we got to talk about a match that I was completely floored by. We actually saw the legendary Undertaker take on John Cena at WrestleMania 34. And the reason I want to say that I was floored by it is because we know Undertaker's a legend. We know he's a badass. We know he's a ring general. But he's getting to a point now in age where it's becoming more and more difficult for him to perform at a high level. I spoke with Matty Moe on his show last Sunday. And we talked about some WrestleMania predictions. And I shared some WrestleMania thoughts. And I knew this was a possibility because they were pushing John Cena and Undertaker. But I thought, as I said on Matty's show, that Undertaker would be like, you know what, I'm retired. 
I don't have to prove anything anymore to anybody. But it was really cool to see Cena defeated by the dead man. Did I think it was going to be an epic match? Yeah. If it would have happened, if it would have happened, which it did happen, did I, did I expect it to be epic? Yep. Did I expect it to be as one-sided as it was? Yep. I mean, Cena got a few moves in. But Undertaker is at a point now in his career and in his life where he can't do the high-performance WrestleMania anymore. He's too beat up. He's paid his dues. And a lot of people were complaining that Cena basically allowed Undertaker to have a squash, squash match. For those of you who aren't in the know, a squash match is basically one dude just dominating the other. And basically, that's what happened to Cena. But that's about the only thing that could happen. Undertaker is a legend. But he's not at that high performance level anymore. It's like I told Matty Moe. He's too beat up. He looked good on Sunday. Because Cena was willing to put in the performance. Help Undertaker out. And, you know, give him a good match. It was a definite memory. I thought it went well. A lot of people complained about it, again, because it was so one-sided. But I thought it went about as well as it could go. Congratulations to The Undertaker. If this is indeed the last time we see you at WrestleMania, thank you for the memories. Thank you for the matches. And thank you for the sacrifices that you have made over the years. May you forever be the Undertaker. Now we're going to talk about the Monday Night Raw Women's Championship. The new champion in Nia Jax. It's about friggin' time. I would love to see Nia Jax as a dominant champion, and I think that's what she's going to be. We have a new Raw Women's Champion and Nia Jax, and it's long overdue. Long overdue. Congratulations, Nia. What a great match this was. The women and the women's revolution, evolution, whatever you want to call it. These girls, these women, these ladies are putting on barn burners, are paving a new way, paving a new path for the women's division of professional wrestling, for the women's division of WWE. Great work, ladies. Great work, Nia Jax. Well done. Now we got to talk about the incredible in-ring return of Mr. Daniel Bryan. For those of you who do not know, Daniel Bryan 
has been an amazing performer over the years. And it was thought that because of pretty severe concussions that he's obtained over his lifetime in wrestling, that he was done. Doctors looked at him and said, Daniel, man, you, you've been, your head is, it's, it's too, it's too damaged, man. There, there's no way that you'll ever get a chance to be back in the ring. And he said, you know what? I'm going to get a second opinion. And so for two years, he left the WWE as an actor performer and was given a position of the general manager of SmackDown. Now, no, let me let me back that up. I think it's been three years. Because it had been three years since we'd seen him in the ring. Daniel went to doctor after doctor after doctor after doctor after doctor. And they said, man, we can give you some things to do. But we can't guarantee that you'll get back in the ring. He said, man... Watch me. So, after many, many no's, after many, many denials, and after working his heart out and his butt off, Daniel got his brain, his situation, his soul, himself, back in shape. And the doctor said, all right, man, you're medically cleared. After three years of fighting to continue his dream, to be a performer, after many conversations with his wife, Brie Bella, he was cleared by doctors, finally got back in the ring, and had an incredible return with his tag team partner Shane McMahon as they took on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. It was a great match and it was wonderful to see Daniel Bryan back in the ring. However, I thought we'd see him a lot more than we did. Um, But again, I think they're trying to protect Daniel to make sure that he stays in tip-top shape, and they didn't want his return to go bad, to go off with the uh, on the wrong side of the tracks in the wrong kind of deal. So they protected Daniel as well. And it was cool to see them defeat Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And the two of them, Daniel Bryan... And Shane McMahon, the son of Vince McMahon, beat the pants off of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn. (laughs) Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. What a match that was. It's good to see you back, Daniel. Nicely done. And now the Raw 
Tag Team Championship. This could be an interesting concept. Because something happened in this regard that I don't think any of us were expecting. Braun Strowman basically picked a fan from the crowd and said, you're my tag team partner. And it was like this 10-year-old kid named Nicholas who was in the New Orleans crowd. He, he had to have been a plant from the WWE. He had to have been planted there. And now Braun Strowman and this kid Nicholas are the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions. I don't know how they're going to do this gig because it's like Graves said. Even though he's just a kid. Corey Graves had a line that said, he's 10 years old, he's probably going to do algebra and stuff. How is he going to be a tag team champion on the road with Braun Strowman? Let's see how this one works. I'm going to have to watch the Monday Night Raw that took place after WrestleMania to see if they expand upon that very thing, the tag team championship. And, uh... It's definitely going to be a memory. Trying to look for something new. Trying to look for something fun. For WrestleMania. I mean, it was an alright novelty thing, I guess. But Nicholas isn't going to be able to be a tag team champion forever. How this is going to work, I don't know. I just don't know. Seamus and Cesaro. Good on you. Um, because to lose the tag team championship that way. Wow. Didn't see that one coming. Didn't see that one coming at all. Now we got to talk about the AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura heavyweight championship match. It was a good match. It was a great match. But it did not top Charlotte and Asuka, as I said before. A lot of fans were underwhelmed. They were expecting a more epic match. And the thing about it is this. I think there is a disconnect somewhere. Because either... Shinsuke Nakamura does not know how to get over in the WWE style. Or Vince McMahon doesn't know how to book Shinsuke. We know that Shinsuke Nakamura is an incredible performer in Japan. We know that he's a dynamic guy. If Vince would let him wrestles strong style or the style that he's used to I think he could get over huge I think he'd be over huge but I think Vince wants to try something new now 
with the fact being Shinsuke Nakamura is now a heel, which I think will add to the AJ-Shinsuke rivalry. And they're going to milk and enjoy this rivalry as much as they can. Because like I said on Matty Mo's show the other day, Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles is nothing to sneeze at. These two fellas, these two performers can put on clinics. And I think the fact of the matter is that WrestleMania was just a starting point for these two. I think that these matches are going to be more and more and more epic as the future comes forth. I don't think we've seen the last of Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ. AJ retains the WWE Championship. Now to close out the grand festivities of WrestleMania, we got to talk about Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. This was a brawl. This was a barn burner. This was not a wrestling match, folks. This was a fight. This was a fight, which is what I thought it was going to be. This thing was epic. This thing was crazy. This thing was explosive. And ladies and gentlemen, on both ends of the championship, I was highly surprised that the champs did not lose their titles. AJ retained and Brock retained. And I think now we're going to see an incredible match in Saudi Arabia when they face off in a steel cage. Find out more about that later. We're going to talk about that in coming episodes of the Pete McHugh Show. WrestleMania was fantastic. The champions retain. They live to fight another day, even though Roman Reigns was busted open pretty severely. By Brock. The hard way. This wasn't blood capsules. This wasn't fake blood. This was this was real. This was real. This was blood. And I've heard that WWE was upset by the fact that Brock busted Reigns open. How is this rival going to continue? However it does, it's going to be explosive. This has been my review for WrestleMania 34 and the Pete McHugh Show. Until next weekend, grace and peace. I'll talk to you again soon. Peter, hello. I am Dewan from the Fried Oreo, and I know we have never 
talked before or corresponded with one another. But I have to say, your enthusiasm for wrestling, in particular WrestleMania, is commendable. I myself have not watched wrestling in many years, but I can already get a visual for uh the WrestleMania from your vivid descriptions and detail and enthusiasm. And I think that's very important for somebody who gives an analysis of something. So instead of just doing it by the numbers, like they're reading the stat sheet, actually talk about how it made you feel and things you liked and didn't like. I think those are important aspects to have with being an anal uh, one who analyzes things or gives reviews or their uh, perception of something or their analysis. So well done. Uh, let me shake your hand. I appreciate you. My man, Duan, it is very nice to meet you. Thank you for the beautiful compliment. I really appreciate it. Yes, I do love wrestling. Yes, I love WrestleMania. Yes, I love the Royal Rumble. I love all of it. I don't do an interview of every single event because there's just too many throughout the year. But I love podcasting. I, I love painting pictures for folks in audio. I love uh, just the concept of uh, podcasting and radio in general, and it is a joy to meet you. Thank you for listening. I've got a whole bunch more stuff coming out. I appreciate the listenership. I appreciate the blossoming of a new friendship, and I hope we can talk more, man. You seem like a cool dude. Have a great Sunday. Talk to you later.